0: Uh, you're back. We're back again. Sorry, I'm saying I'm, you're back. We're back again. Uh, another episode of Overthinking. I'm your host, Apilele, and you know how we keep it. So, this week, um, I have a special guest with me today, but obviously, you guys all know that I say my, special, my guests are special because they actually are. Um, and you guys would know that kind of from episode five, I said that I was going to be speaking a bit more about myself and my experiences which is obviously when we started the show, not what I thought I would be doing. But the beautiful thing about doing what I do, and like making this show, is it's not about me, it's, what, it's about the show and what the show needs. And if the show needs a bit more of me, then I'm happy to do it. But alas, let's jump straight into it. So this week, um, I'm sitting with Miles Laura. He's a very good friend, uh, practically a brother. Miles, would you like to say hello to my people?
1: What's up everybody?
0: So, Miles and I are kind of on a similar journey through life, yeah. obviously to kind of different spaces or, yeah, but we're, we're clicking the same way, essentially. Um, and what we wanted to talk about this week in particular is about the process of self-love and the process of healing. So if you guys had remembered from episode five when I started talking about my journey of being a man and kind of how that process was kind of toxic for me i never got to the part where i started talking about how i have gone through healing and how i've gone through loving myself a bit more and that's what we're here to talk about today so let me first let me start by asking miles 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 yeah bro what do you think what do you understand self-love to be um
1: it's quite a deep question to start off with there yeah um, but um cool so i think it's a very multifaceted thing like there's no correct or right definition of what self-love is but to my understanding i think there are levels to it you know yeah. and i think most people only really understand it on a very superficial level myself included at one, at one stage yeah and by that i mean you know we often define mm-hmm. self-love as this idea that we have to pamper ourselves or um it's a romantic type thing. Like yeah, it's a it's a romantic yeah. relationship that you have with yourself. And to an extent that is true, but that only covers one aspect. Because in my in my opinion, I feel that self-love it's continuous, you know, it's yeah. it's continuous growth and most importantly it's patience. Because I feel like with everything that we aspire to be, there's this hurry, there's this this rush to be there immediately. So we just don't give ourselves enough time and enough credit to get to where we need to be and hence uh-huh. why I, We always constantly need to reward ourselves. We need to do these self pampering things. So for me I think self love it's um it's patience and it's continuous growth, bro.
0: And you know the 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 funny thing is like how you're talking about patience, um, is like the other day I had a quite quite a surreal um experience. Yeah. um, Because it was on Monday, this past Monday, so not today, the week before. I was literally just chilling. In my room trying to focus, I was preparing for, for my final block exam the following morning. And so for for people that know me well, they'll understand that like I don't have I struggle to form like solid relationships with people. Yeah. Not that I struggle really, but it's just a thing of like they take time. Yeah. Because I'm the kind of person who is very difficult to penetrate emotionally in, in terms of establishing that. But once you do establish that with me, once we have that bond. Dude, I'm, I'm I'm do or die. I'm ride or die kind of situation. I have been diesel. <laughs> um, so what happened was my mom, out of the blue, hits me up. And so she checks on me. She's like, hey, how, how are things going? Yeah. I'm go, cool, cool, cool. Whatever. And then she says to me, oh, brother. So we're 25. We're turning 25 next year. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I mean, I haven't it's forgotten. You're turning 25? Yeah, I'm turning 25. Dude, you are. bro. <laughs> Bruh, I'm <laughs> ancient. I'm ancient. But, so, she says, so she says that and then she asks me, she's like, stu- is your plan still to get married at 25? You- and so kind of to give context, so when I was younger, particularly when I remember I was 10 years old at the time, my, yeah. mom, my mom was basically my best friend. And I, when I mentioned in my, my previous episode that I kind of went through a press, like I used to get bullied quite a lot because of my weight and etc. etc. So I had no one else but my mom. And so we became quite close friends. Um, And I told, I sat it down one day, I'm like, hey, listen, um, I'm going to graduate by the time I'm 22. Yeah. Um, By the time I'm going to work, 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 work. By the time I'm 25, I'm going to get married, take some time, like spend a year or two years with my person, traveling, seeing the world, and then start a family by 27, 28. Yeah. Sounded. You know, so that was was the plan. And I tried. And I mean, I tried. I tried. (laughs) But... When she asked me that question, I couldn't help but break down and cry. And after literally crying for about a minute on the phone, she she literally just kept crying and just let me cry it out. And then I pulled myself together and I was like, Mom, that was the plan, but it's not going to happen because life didn't go the way I thought it would go. Like Life didn't go according to my plan. And she said to me, she was like, My son, that is what it means to grow yeah growing older and growing wiser (coughs) and becoming an adult is understanding that sometimes you need to let the plan change
1: yeah
0: and as much as you have goals for yourself you you actually just need to allow it to change because life isn't gonna follow your rules yeah and so it does require patience and I mean so what if I don't get married by 25 now I'm just like yeah marriage 25 yeah yeah no but alas, so, kind of, um, what do you, for you, bro, like in terms of self-love and just getting to that pace, a yeah. little George, and getting <laughs> into that part where um, you recognize that it requires patience, that's a long process, yeah. what do you think, well, what have been some of the challenges for you in terms of being able to love yourself?
1: Um, you know, I think you kind of highlighted a lot in that story. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you speak about that childhood goal, where you said you want to be married by 25, kids by 28, 27, yeah. and everything. I feel like, you know, that's a set standard that you got from something you had seen. Yeah. You know, most of the things that we do and the things that we aspire to have, um, they're not from us. Yeah. Um, yeah. The reality is, while everybody wants to be on some fuck it, it's just me, I don't yeah. give a damn about anybody else. The reality is, we're products of our environment, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, um, you know, in that regard, then we find ourselves in this, this position where we're playing games that we don't even know that we're playing,
0: yeah. nor
1: do we even know how the game needs to be played. Yeah. What I mean by that is, <clears throat> you know, you find yourself in this situation whereby, you know, I feel like everybody's life is a parallel. And at yeah. some time, and there are different times in which they meet ironically. <laughs> but the point behind that parallel con- um, comparison is that everybody plays in their own league. Yeah, and yeah. we have this tendency to want to try and play in somebody else's league yeah. so you know in simpler terms you have this tendency to just want to compare ourselves to everybody else mm-hmm. around us so yeah. because this person is doing A, B and C you feel obligated to do A, B and C at so and so ages yeah. Um, yeah. but we forget that all of our journeys are different hence why the parallels yeah. so there are certain similarities but there are things that are attributed to just that person and I think that's one of the most difficult things to identify in a journey of self-love it's just This idea that, um, you know, you need to play according to somebody else's standards. And so the problem then with that is you find yourself playing in this person's league, which is not your league. So you were never meant to succeed in that league. And what sucks about it is you have to continuously wait for somebody to do something before you can because you're trying to keep up with the next person. So you're always playing second place. But you're never really paying the best of your own league. And that. that's and that's and that's one of the most difficult things that we struggle with with this whole self love thing. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, and I don't think anybody ever fully gets it right. But True. to an extent, I feel like once you start to identify it, you can start to kinda of like nibble your way out of that and get yeah. into your league and start going to where you need to go. Um and I think also just another difficulty about self love is just the time in which we live in. You yeah. know, I feel like you know, we've become a very culturally sensitive um, um, population. And I think that's a beautiful thing because it means that we're moving forward. But it comes with several setbacks. I think some of the biggest of them being just the fact that, you know, we've almost normalized this idea of um, mediocrity, normalized unhappiness. And you ask me what I mean, but like literally any of us can just open Instagram right now. The first thing you'll see is a meme about somebody who is upset about not making classes but made a yeah. joke about it or is yeah. upset about not getting their money up or yeah. is struggling to secure the bag or some or other failure that happened in the day that we then normalized as yeah. a joke yeah. you know and I don't think anything is wrong with joking about things like that but there is a point at which you reach a threshold yeah. and when you reach that threshold you start to to venture into this thing where you've legit started to normalize some mediocrity. Yeah, you know, because yeah. you see everybody else doing it and then ironically that becomes the league you play in. Yeah. So now you're playing in a league where people aren't even aspiring to do their best, but now you're playing in a league mm-hmm. of second best with people who aren't even doing that well. Yeah. And that's the difficulty that I feel like a lot of us face. Just trying to align ourselves with where we need to go, understanding mm-hmm. that we can draw inspiration from the leagues around us, but never defining ourselves by those standards. By those standards. Um, you know, I could go on for days and days, but honestly, but like, that's just as simple as I can put it for now, bro.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. And, and I think um, kind of the the echoing message is, <clears throat> apart from just recognising where you need to go as a person, yeah. but also in terms of self-love, also being able to recognise that what I need in order to feel like I love myself yeah. isn't going to be the same thing that you need Definitely in order to, yeah, to, to, yeah. to feel like you love yourself. And like personally... <clears throat> kind of my struggles with the concept of self-love is um, for the longest time, again, like you're saying, we're a product of our context. Yeah. And we're byproduct of circumstances and things we've experienced. And for me, like it was something, like I've had conversations with people, yourself included. Yeah, yeah. It's like, kind of, it's this, my struggle personally has always been, I... Like I said, is when when I when I care about someone, when yeah. I have emotional an emotional attachment one way or another to someone, <clears throat> definitely, it's wholehearted. It's it's in completely like one hundred and ten percent all of the time. Hey, bro, and, don't get me started on that. <laughs> so the thing is, like when when you okay, so I'm going to use a concept of love. Yeah. So now when you love someone else so much and you give yourself. All of yourself, all of your love to that person, for example. Or it could be a group of people. Yeah. And eventually, this was what I found for me, was I spent so much time loving the other person, loving the other people in my life, yeah. that I lost how to love myself in that process. Wow. And so what would ha- end up happening is there were lapses in, re- in relation, my relationships with friends, with family, with lovers, where... You know, that... Because the thing about, about your, 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 your person is when you suppress something, in as much as you can try and suppress it, it will yeah. always come up. Yeah. So I ignored myself in terms of the, the things I needed to feel like I love myself. I ignored it because I was too focused on loving someone else. Yeah. But there would be moments in those relationships where I would feel like I was unhappy. Mm. But when you look at it on paper, it's like you have no reason to be exactly. unhappy. Yeah. But there's there's just that thing that it's like I can't, I don't know what it is, but I'm not happy in the situation. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the other person isn't giving me their, their love. It's not like they're not giving me enough love. Yeah. It's just I wasn't doing what I needed for myself to feel like I was loving myself. Yeah. And it's I mean it's still a continuous struggle because like, like I said, is I that's been my that's been me my whole life. Yeah. And what I've kind of the person I've tried to start for myself this year is to figure out <laughs> what it is that I need to do to, yeah, to 2019 is 2019, bro. It's like, mind, bro, 2019. Bro, 2019. So, that's been my, my journey and, and it's kind of, and I really want to throw myself into the show, like overthink because I want to, con- like I want to focus on the show and it's hard, obviously, because like academics and stuff, but what the show has, has become for me yeah, is an opportunity to relearn who I am, and kind of the way I think and the way I feel and how I feel about certain things and how I feel about myself. And these discussions with people, yeah. my own lonely episodes where I'm just there, mm-hmm. one man, because no one wants to come on my show. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've just allowed me to kind of go through that process. And it's 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 fascinating how when when you're when you're in the pits, when you're seeing flames, when you're seeing bums and you're unhappy. People don't recognize, like they they couldn't be bothered. But the moment you begin to get to to that point where you like you said is, it's like it's, I'm focusing on me. I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Like I'm just doing <clears throat> I'm doing what yeah, I need for yeah. myself. Now all of a sudden, now people wanna come in on some, I go, Miles, well, all of a, No, you don't greet anymore, or you don't come hang out with us anymore. Yeah. You think you're better than us. when in the naturality, is just like. You just get to a point where you realize, hey fam, listen, that space, your space, awesome. it, for me isn't it's what I need. Awesome. Yeah, it's not what I need. It's not it's not, it's not it's not anything personal. I mean, it's you, but it's not you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, and like that, that's that's been one of the one of the biggest challenges is that, yeah. people get so confused with me taking time to love myself and me going through a process of self love, and confusing it for. Um, me not wanting to be around certain people because I think I'm better or whatever reasons. Yeah, I don't I know could, what people
1: Do not like mind that. if I jump in? Yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah, no, I feel it a lot, actually. Um, And I think I can kind of explain a little bit of why. Yeah. Um, again, I think one most important thing, there's no right or wrong answer, yeah, but it's just yeah. from personal experience, experience as to what happened when people did that to me. It's just, you know, um, to contextualize it around myself... Um, I have a superhero complex. So, like, I just feel like I need to be the dude who's always there to, like, deal with everybody else's problems and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I'm typically somebody that I feel like people can confide in quite well. And I think I give relatively decent advice. (laughs) Relatively Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, initially I used to think that was all from the kindness of my heart and to a great extent it was. But I also came to realise that, you know, the mere fact that I can coin it a superhero complex means that I feel like I need to be summoned. Should be the superhero. I need to be summoned so that I can feel like I'm complete. And what I mean, signal. yeah, that it's that yeah. bad signal. That bad signal. That, that, that bad signal. <laughs> um, and then the voice goes low. But anyway, <laughs> so like, um, you know, one of the things I definitely struggled with, especially last year, is um, I, I found myself in a position where I was trying so hard mm. to deal with and help control the problems in everybody else's life because I couldn't control those in mine. Um, And it's a really difficult thing to come to terms with because, you know, you often feel like when you solve somebody else's, you got your shit together, but that's not often the case. Um, You know, sometimes you do it as just an escape because you feel like the mere fact that you did something right for somebody else, it makes you feel like you're just doing something right in your own life and so many things are crumbling. And beyond that you get to keep up the facade of you having your shit together because if you can, you know, they, they say that, you know, you can't love somebody else if you don't know how to love yourself, but being able to fix somebody else's problems is like an association as to what self love looks like. Um, but it really isn't the full complete picture as to what Mm -hmm. it is. So you kind of use that to mask the fact that you're going through shit, um, both to other people and ironically to to yourself yourself. too. Um, and I think that was definitely something that I, I struggled a lot with. Um, you know just in relationships you know we could go on a <laughs> for, about days. That yeah, for days but um yeah um I get that, that 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 feeling of um you know you get into a relationship with somebody you want to give you, yeah. especially if you love that person you just want to give um and you know most of the times it's, it's, it's pure because you just want to give to the person um I think I've also kind of realized there's a little bit of a ulterior motive that shouldn't be there yeah. and it often comes when you don't have that self-love yeah. you know um and you know, the thing is, we as people, we have a tendency to attach ourselves to symbols of things when we don't mm-hmm. have them. So, mm-hmm. for example, you know, um, uh, I'll use like an oppressed person, for example, somebody who's never seen wealth mm-hmm. or doesn't know freedom. Yeah. When they don't know freedom, they try to attach themselves to what they think the symbol of freedom, freedom looks is. like. Yeah. So, for example, somebody who shouldn't be buying expensive clothes or expensive cars Mm. will put themselves in that A45 AMG or them Jordans or whatever, whatever, Mm. because it makes them look like they're free. Meanwhile, Mm. they know in the background things are not going that well. So, you know, just on that concept, same thing happens with love. You know, when you don't have love, you try to, when you don't have love within you, Mm. you attach yourself to what you think the symbol of that looks like. For a lot of people, that's a lot of friends. For some people, that's a relationship. And that's a mistake that a lot of us make because then we become dependent on that that love. Yeah, Yeah, that that person and the love that they give us for us to feel like we have self-love. And so it's then difficult because now you find yourself in a position where you only really love yourself as much as the next person loves Loves you. you. And so you take them away. You take away any definition of self-love you ever had. And it's 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 really messed up because most of us most most up? of us don't realize it. Um, and you know if we could just take the time to like stop <laughs> yeah. and yeah. just like see these types of things, I think relationships in general would also be going a lot better. Because I mean, I feel like that's part of the reason why so many relationships fail these days. Um yeah. oftentimes you find yourselves in a position where you're dating somebody, not because necessarily you You want them. You want the feeling that you get when you're with With them, you know. And Mm -hmm. so at some point in time, because you're not whole within yourself, that feeling is not going to be able to fill the void anymore. And that's when you start looking for other people or you start looking for other things. For other Um, things. Yeah. Yeah, Or you start becoming negligent because, I mean, for some people, loyalty is everything. But even if you're not cheating, best believe there will be lapses in that relationship just because you're looking for something that you can't find in them. You know, for a lot of guys, you know, you try to find yourself between a girl's legs.
0: Um, Which is a sad thing. Very it is sad, a, thing. It is a sad um, thing. It is a sad thing. But bro, we're gonna think because we're gonna continue this, this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think we have bombarded you with a lot of our <laughs> stories and kind of what we think. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> and I mean, I do emphasize every single episode that we're not giving answers. We're not giving answers to to the questions that you guys might have. These are just our. Experiences, experiences, yes. experiences and yeah. these are just our thoughts on kind of things that we know we're going through, but also things you guys are probably going through yourselves. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to take a quick musical break. We know how we do on the show. Um, we're going to keep it going, keep it flying. Like, like the water! water. <laughs> <laughs> huh.
2: Love yours. Love yours. No such thing. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Love yours. No such thing is a life that's better than yours. No such thing, no such thing. Heart beating fast, let a nigga know that he alive. Fake niggas, mad snakes, snakes in the grass, let a nigga know that he arrived don't be sleeping on your level, cause it's beauty in the struggle, nigga. Beauty, beauty. goes for all y'all. Beauty, it's beauty in the struggle, nigga. Beauty, beauty. Let me explain. Yeah. on the road to riches, listen, this is what you find. The good news is, nigga, you came a long way. The bad news is, nigga, you went the wrong way. Think being broke no such was thing better. A life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's, no thing life that's better than yours. Think being broke was better. Life that's better than yours. No such thing no such thing. For what's money without happiness? Or hard times without the people you love? Though I'm not sure what's about to happen next. I ask for strength from the Lord up above Cause I've been strong so far But I can feel my grip loosening Quick, do something before you lose it for good Get it back and use it for good And touch the people how you did like before I'm tired of living with demons cause they always inviting mo Think being broke was better Now I don't mean that phrase with no disrespect To all my niggas out there living in debt Cash and minimal checks. Turn on the TV, see a nigga Rolex. And fantasize about a life with no stress. I mean this shit sincerely. And as a nigga who was once in your shoes, living with nothing to lose, I hope one day you hear me. Always gonna be a bigger house somewhere, but nigga, feel me. Long as the people in that motherfucker love you dearly. Always gonna be a rip that's better than the one you got. Always gonna be some clothes that's fresher than the ones you rock. Always gonna be a bitch that's better out there on the tours. But you ain't never gonna be happy till you love yours the light that's, that's, that's better than your love, love yours this thing is a light that's better than your love no, yours this thing is a light that's better than your love yours sustain no sustain heart be fast let a nigga know that he alive fake niggas mad snakes snakes in the grass let a nigga know that he right welcome back overthinkers so that was love yours by j
0: coach I think cult classic and mm. it's so accurate and so so perfect for this show just for this episode definitely. in particular but so before we took a musical break just to quickly refresh your memory so that you don't have to go back and then yeah just to quickly refresh your memory so we ended off saying and Miles was just talking about how <clears throat> you bro well, you're basically saying that you know you get you, you fall in love you give yourself so whole, wholeheartedly to a person or to people whatever. And then what ends up happening is, you kind of, it's an, you do it, even though it comes from a good place, there is also an ulterior motive, being that, that person also, yeah.
1: Becomes your avenue your self-love. Basically, you you make that a tangible way to achieve self-love. To to achieve self-love.
0: And then when that person is gone, the idea or your idea of self-love leaves with with them. them. And then now you just go into the spiral of... Yeah, try to, try to find other forms of love. And for a lot of guys, like you said, I mean, it's very accurate. So you end up looking for self-love between someone else's legs, which is scary. But as, as the show comes to a close, I just want to ask you, bro, like how, in your opinion or for in your experience, how do you then, so now you've gone through all of this, Say now you, you are that person that attached your 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 ideal self love to someone, to something, to yeah. work with people. Yeah. And now that those people, that they're in that person, they're not there anymore. Yeah. How do you then go through the process of healing? So so that you can get to that point where you eventually love yourself? Like has that been something that you've been able to do? Do you do you think you have any yeah. tips for people?
1: Right, cool. Um so First things first, it's still a, it's a continuous thing. Yeah, um, like, like I you said in the like beginning, continuous thing. Um step number 1, cry, bro. Shit. Just let Just it all out. Let it let all, out. all out, cry cuz goddamn, like cry. It's, it's a very God necessary damn. thing. Um but at some point the river needs to dry up. Yeah. You can't cry forever, you yeah, know. Um yeah. and I think that's one of the things that we need to acknowledge like People either just don't cry at all, like they don't yeah. let it out or they let it out too much. Yeah, and yeah. I, you need to find the balance in between. And I, I can understand that's quite difficult because yeah. I think we've all had our moments where we've, mm-hmm. we've done either or. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, you know, I think one of the biggest things I've come to understand is, like I said earlier on, you know, you're a product of your environment yeah. and you can't yeah. change that. Yeah. That's just the reality of how our human beings are designed to be. Yeah. However... Yeah. The lovely thing about it means you get to choose what your environment is. And that for me is one of the key concepts in terms of just attaining self-love. I think when you find a definition as to which way you want your life to go, which direction you want your life to go, you need to associate yourself with people that bring that part of you out. Now, understand that I say, associate yourself with those people to bring it out in you, not attach it to to that person because if they leave, then they're leaving with that self-love. So, a simple analogy, I, I don't know if a lot of people have heard of it, but, you know, I don't know if you've heard the saying, if you have five broke friends and you associate yourself with them, you'll be number six. Yeah. But yeah. if you have five rich friends, you'll be number six. Yeah. Same thing. You want to find yourself, like, around people who just genuinely are happy individuals because you start to aspire and you start to draw out of that energy. Beyond, above and beyond that, look at the place in which you sleep. I mean, it's mm-hmm. very, it's very, um, um what I'm looking for it's very ironic that we're doing this show in my room right now um, yeah yeah. because I mean if you look around in my room anybody would, who, who would see this place I'm a product of this environment yeah. I make sure that every corner of this room is a reminder as to who I want to be or where yeah. I want to go yeah. a good example is big bold letters on the top of my ceiling Literally. which says, I am phenomenal your time and I think, is coming you know yeah. and I think that's one of the most important things people need to do remind yourself you know remind yourself that there's a direction as to where you're going and you know it might sound stupid and everything but if you're so willing or rather if we are so willing to say things such as things are going to get difficult or things are going to chow or life is hard or life is tough when we're going through it yeah Yeah. when we're going through it and if we're so willing to do that why is it so hard to look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you're fucking amazing you know like that's one of the things that i feel is it's necessary you got to tell yourself this every day because um because at the end of the day i feel like realistically speaking your brain can't really tell the difference between the lie and the truth hence why when we've lied long enough that should becomes the truth you start to believe it you start to believe it, to believe it. um yeah. so i mean if you don't feel like you're the shit now best believe you can lie, yourself, lie to yourself until you feel you do yeah. you know um that's why they say fake it till you make it. But on that note, I think that's another thing. I'm not a big fan of the idea of faking, faking. it till you make it because it also it's got an element of hiding away from the problem. The suppressing. You know, it's it's a suppressing thing. Um, so in my opinion, I think the best way to go about it face it till you make it. You sure. know, hey, face it, it. it till you make it.
0: Hey, overthinkers, let's make that a thing.
1: <laughs> face it till you make it, um, and just stay true to. You, you know, like, remember, you've got your own league to play. You get to choose the standards of that league. Stop defining it according to somebody else. Remember that you're worthy, man. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Respect, respect, respect. And, like, it's it's fascinating that you say that. And, like, one of the things, like I said, that Miles and myself, I don't know how, but the Lord up above just kind of (laughs) seemed to put us together because we are on very, very similar journeys in life. and. Like something, something that kind of resonates with what you're saying is, you know, you want to put yourself in situations or around people that bring that out of you. Yeah. Because it's it's actually funny. Um, if I, so everyone, everyone that knows me knows I love basketball, and basketball is have consumed my life. Yeah. And I always kind of understand the world in real life through basketball. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> it's kind of use a basketball analogy is. You know, if you want to win a championship ring, you put yourself in a position and you, you try and get yourself into a team that has not only the talents to win to help you win that ring, but also the mentality, the same winning mentality that exactly. wants it. Exactly. Because you could be in a team with the best players on earth, but if all of them don't want the same thing that you want. You won't get it. You're ultimately not going to get it. And I suppose it also does apply to, to self-love. And I think this is unfortunately now where a lot of, a lot of my, my 90s babies, we seem to struggle because yeah. we, we don't recognize that for ourselves. But also when there is someone in our circle, there is someone who needs to put themselves in a, in a situation without us. Yeah. We kind of take it personal because, like, ah, oh, no, you have a problem with me. was in, in reality, it's just what I need for my life right now, you might not necessarily be a part of. And I always explain this, and it's funny enough, I've, I always seem to tell my mentees and the people I mentor this that um, throughout life, there will be people that, like, like you're saying, like you were saying, they are, that they were, our journeys are in parallel. Yeah. I believe that although they are in parallel, there come moments in life when where they, where they meet. They intersect. Yeah, they intersect. And like for that time, that is what you need is you need to learn such certain things. You need to learn certain things. You need to experience certain things. But um, Yo whatever is calling me is calling me. I'll no, I'll just okay. take care of that. No, it's okay. So what I'm saying over thinkers is, is like it's okay. Like don't take it personal because Some people are only in your life for a certain period of time. And, you know, they're supposed to teach you something or for whatever it may be. So if if now someone decides that, hey, actually, you know, maybe our friendship or our relationship isn't working anymore. Um, Like, don't take that personal. It's not an attack on you. It's basically just it's most likely just them saying that what I need for my life right now, you're just on a part of. And that's that's cool. That's just how life is, and you just need to go through your own process of loving and you know healing. But unfortunately, folks, that is all the time that we have. It has been an absolutely amazing show. Um, I think one one of the saucier ones, and I do hope that you guys have enjoyed listening. Um, and I mean, I do obviously look forward to your feedback, and I I implore you, please do reach out. Um, I'll attach obviously every episode description. I'll put. My contact details and way for you to communicate for you guys to communicate with me. If you'd like to come onto the show, please do shout. Let's have a discussion. Let's continue the conversation. Miles, thank you so so much. You've been absolutely phenomenal. Thanks for putting me on. No, it's 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 it was it was actually needed. It was, it was, it was needed. It was a conversation that needed to be had. But alas, overthinkers, like I said, it is that time. Um, I don't. I can't for sure say when I'm going to see y'all because y'all know that life be chowing bro. and I'm trying to stay I'm trying to stay above it I'm trying to elevate myself wow bro I'm trying to elevate myself you know to that point where that's I can, my
1: brand by the way that's why I keep
0: <laughs> so I'm just trying to get to that point where I have my my shit together and not fake it and actually genuinely have my shit together and I'm going to get there and it's a process it is a process but anyway anyway thank you guys so much for listening I'll see you next week cheers cheers